SX1, go. SX2 and 3, stand by. Go. Hi everybody, and welcome to Cinephile, a podcast about movies, musicals, and movie musicals. I'm Heather. And I'm Olivia, and we're recent Queen's University grads who both share a love for film and theater. We would like to acknowledge the land on which we gather. Where I, Olivia, live is part of the treaty lands and territory of the Mississaugas of the Credit. In particular, I acknowledge the territory of the Anishinaabek, Huron-Wendat, Haudenosaunee, and Ojibwe and Chippewa peoples. The land that is home to the Métis, and most recently the territory of the Mississaugas of the Credit First Nation, who are direct descendants of the Mississaugas of the Credit. For thousands of years, Indigenous peoples inhabited and cared for this land, and continue to do so today. I also wanted to acknowledge the land that I reside on, and as quoted from the City of Vaughan Aboriginal Territorial Acknowledgement, I respectfully acknowledge that I'm situated on traditional territories and treaty lands, in particular those of the Mississaugas of the New Credit First Nation, as well as the Anishinaabeg of the Williams Treaty First Nations, the Huron-Wendat, and the Métis Nation. As representatives of the people of the City of Vaughan, I'm grateful to have the opportunity to work and live in this territory. We encourage all our listeners to research which lands you are situated on and learn about the history behind colonial settlers and indigenous peoples. In this episode, we're ranking Disney Channel's shows and movies from our childhood from 1997 to 2012, although we weren't born until 1999. Take a walk down memory lane with us as we rank these movies and shows on a scale that means absolutely nothing. Our scale for the movies is from 1 to 5, 1 being terrible and 5 being great. Our categories are as follows. 1. But where is the plot? Slash, why was this made? Two. Eh. Three. Good, but I have questions. Four. Pretty good. Five. Amazing, don't change anything. And with that, let's get right into it. Well, yeah. So, for the movies. Or decoms. Um... Our first one that we have listed is Halloween Town. Yeah. In terms of rating, probably like like a solid three. Yeah. I have questions about it. Like, why did the grandma only come around once a year? Well, okay, we know why. But like, why? <laughs> like. And yeah, like at some point you would think that the kids would be like, well, Where's Grandma? Yeah, why does she only come around on is Halloween? Okay? It's just so weird. <laughs> That's suspicious. And why Why was the mom so, like, anti-Halloween? Yeah, that too. You'd think, you'd think she would have somewhat... I mean, she she knew, right? Yeah, so, she knew. And she was a witch, she too. Mad about it. Right. No. But I think for those reasons, we have to give it a three. Um, 1999, the 13th year. Now, uh, you haven't seen this one, have you? No, I haven't seen it, so... I'm not that I can recall. I mean, it's possible I saw it once, but, like, I have literally no memory of ever seeing it. The Honestly, the only reason why I watched it and watched it so many times was because, for whatever reason, Family Channel played it so much like Uh, yeah they were definitely slacking in the newer like 
the newer decom department. It was a lot of reruns. I remember that. It was fine. It was quality. It had a plot. Everything made sense to me. Um, it was sort of weird, but mostly fine. It was just... It's a two. It was a eh. Um, Johnny Tsunami. Like, I think I saw it probably, like, once. I don't really, like, nothing, I don't have any formative memories of it. It was just one of those where, like, you're probably going to see it once. Yeah, exactly. Like, it was definitely one of those things that, like, the 13th year, they just played, like, it was just mm, on yeah. sometimes. And you're like, Yeah, oh, I remember this, this played a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about this more last night and I was thinking that Johnny Tsunami probably was one of those movies that was more curated towards like little boys like I don't want to get yep. into like gender things and what you like and whatever like you like yeah whatever well like, it's but. it's like the dis it's like the Disney XD stuff like how they how when it first started it really came across as being tailored to either boys or like young boys but yeah so johnny tsunami didn't really appeal to me uh, as a kid uh so for that reason i give it a eh two um zenin girl of the 21st century i mean i think a lot of people when they think of the like early decoms they're probably gonna think of this one just because it was um it was it was the moment at the time <laughs> then looking back it, it it's not particularly a, a good movie of any sort maybe have some questions but for that reason i think it's a solid two uh the next one we have is smart house which i have seen a long time ago and i have several questions I think, well, I mean, if you know anything about the plot, it's, like, a, f a house of the future, and there's this, like, lady who's, well, I think they don't know she's a robot until the end, but then also she gets into kind of, like, a weird relationship with the guy's dad who's either divorced or widowed, something like that. So, um, v a lot of questions, basically. But it's not terrible. Like... I, I don't know. I would give it, like, a three at the most. At the most. <laughs> it could be a two. I mean, yeah. It's a weird one. Moving on. <laughs> uh, 2000. Uh, the Ultimate Christmas Present. I didn't even remember what this one was called, but I just had a vague memory of Brenda Song and a weather machine. <laughs> Yeah, that's like the one thing I remember, and I know I definitely have seen it a couple times. It wasn't, it's not like it's that bad mm -hmm. or anything. It's just like not that great either. <laughs> no. Yeah, it was just, yeah, it's a mm -hmm. solid eh. Like it was, it was there. There's nothing wrong with it. It was just, you know, yeah, not super except memorable. Yeah, for the weather machine thing. <laughs> Um, okay, 2001, um, Motocrossed. I've never seen it. Um, again, 
like the 13th year, this one happened to be on a lot, a lot more than I wanted to see it. But yeah, for that reason, there was nothing wrong with it, but it's a solid eh. Next one we got Halloween Town 2 Calibre's Revenge. So sequels are just so questionable. Because mm-hmm. some sometimes you're like, did they really have to make it? No. No, they didn't. But obviously, did they have the success of the first one and want to make another one? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you're always holding that in the balance of the should we make it and can we make it? And very often, the can we make it is what wins out. But yeah, it's a, it's a solid two, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, it's not horrible, but... I mean, there's a plot, so that's why it gets... Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the, the bar's not set very high here, but if it has a plot, it's more than a one. <laughs> into 2002 all right next one we have is cadet kelly i like cadet kelly uh yeah i liked cadet kelly and hillary duff i feel like brings it up a notch for me because i liked her for sure yeah exactly i definitely think she like made the part because it's kind of a very odd concept like who wants to see a like a cadet what (laughs) like that's just such a weird Mm -hmm. plot Especially for a kids movie, but I think she definitely like made mm-hmm. it what it- Americans are very like they have a thing for their military, and that's definitely not yes. a sentiment shared in Canada. So yeah, they're very patriotic. Yeah, like yeah, in that like military sense, like the Veterans Day is like mm-hmm. a really big thing there. Remembrance Day is kind yeah, of just like it, a it is. it's solemn, and then we like move on. And that's not to like you know no, say anything about like. Actually- that's just how it is there. That's fine. Like, mm-hmm. um, but anyway, I think that probably fed into the whole cadet Kelly yeah. and why that might appeal to like American children. For, but like, we get shipped everything here from the U.S. Sure. So like, that Absolutely. aspect of it appealing to Canadian children is kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like not. It's like not there. They just. But you threw Hillary Duff in there, so you did something right. Anyway, cadet Kelly, solid three, if you ask me. Yeah. Um, on to 2003. We have the Even Stevens movie, which you can't go wrong. It's basically the show, and I used to love the show, and I think you did too, right? So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I really liked the show. Yeah, you can't really go wrong with a movie version. It's pretty much just like a long, a long episode. When my brother was, um, when my brother, because he's like four and a half years older than me, so when he was like eight prime Disney Channel time, I was, like, four, and we were watching, like, Family Channel, Disney right. Channel. So, it definitely got roped into watching, like, even Stevens and and the movie and stuff like that. So, that's mm-hmm. all. It's all there in my mind. Yeah. No, it was and, a good, yeah, it was a good show. I definitely thought it was quite funny. Yeah, I remember it being funny, and I remember relating to, like, the sister who would get annoyed yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. And then uh, the movie was like they were on the that deserted island, right? Yeah, and I remember like vaguely something about 
um, the like the house was like really sketchy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like there was something like sketchy about about the, uh, the island. I think too. The island. Yeah, it was like it was like a reality show or something. But yeah. they didn't know they were on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. It. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Good. One. All right. Solid four. I yeah. Think. Yeah. Next one we have the Cheetah Girls. I mean, how can you go wrong with the Cheetah Girls? You can't. It's a classic. Like It's a classic. If you've never seen it, I don't know what you're doing, but you have to see the Cheetah Girls. The songs it's, slap. They do. And they, they, they're still good today. They um, are. I still listen to some of the songs sometimes. Like, Amigos Cheetahs, come on. Oh, my gosh. You can't, it's such a girl power song. I was just about to say, I think that's also why I liked it, because it was just very, like, we're a girl group, and, like, mm-hmm. we're all, we all have these, like, different backgrounds, and, like, but we're all coming together to do this. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Five out of five, for sure. Next one, we have 2004, Halloween Town High, which I really liked, actually. High key, the best one. Yeah, honestly. And it wasn't even, which one was it, like the third yeah. one? Yeah, because, yeah, there was four. Yeah, okay, this right, This was the, like, the high school one. Yeah, it was the one where Marnie and the brother are in high school, and then Marnie meets this guy uh mm-hmm. i don't know i forget exactly what happens but i'm pretty sure there's something with the halloween town people yeah, come into their world and they right, have to try right, to help right. them like get back and and yeah the subplot is like marnie wants wants this guy to like her right okay and and he does and honestly aggie was probably the best character to be honest like obviously you're supposed to like marnie you're supposed to like uh, relate yeah. to marnie yeah but but we all know Aggie exactly. was the real queen of this yeah. show. So, like, what are we rating that one? I mean, a five. Yeah, probably a five. I don't really. I, there's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> and the next few we have are from 2005. It's a pretty poppin' year as is the next year. But the first one we have is the Kim Possible movie, which, I mean, again, like, how can you go wrong with it? The show is so good. The movie just basically mm-hmm. was, like, a long version of the show. Nothing bad to say. Yes. Exactly. I share those exact sentiments. So. The drama. Amazing. Don't change anything. <laughs> But the next one, the next one is not a five. I don't think I've seen Life is Rough, which is the next one. I don't think I have. Like, I don't even remember. I didn't even know it was a thing. (laughs) No recollection. (laughs) Again, this is one of those ones that would Mm -hmm. play so Mm -hmm. often. Why? I couldn't tell you. I don't know either. I guess they were just like, haha, this is funny. Kids will enjoy this. 
even if they have to rewatch it every week. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe they needed like more viewership <laughs> though. So they're like, if we just play it ten right. times, it'll be the same as like us playing High School Musical once. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't have complaints. It was just kind of like a eh movie. It was just kind of there for me. Would you give it a two? I yeah, guess. solid two. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, proud family movie. I mean, it's the same thing. It's like they they made a lot of shows. I mean, movies based on their shows. So you can't really go mm-hmm. wrong with it. I really liked the Proud Family movie, but it was the same as right. the Even Stevens movie. Like, the plot of the movie was exactly the oh, same. Oh, yeah, it was the same. Maybe, like, a two or three, honestly. Yeah, definitely a two, like, mm-hmm. for lack of originality. But I don't want to hate on the Proud Family too much because I did really yeah. like that show. Yeah, yeah, the show is really And next we have Witches. Witches is also, like, a pretty solid made-for-Halloween mm-hmm. movie, I'd say, with <laughs> who are also witches <laughs> i i had i always had very fond memories of this one yeah me too me too and they had this cool like prophecy thing going mm-hmm. on it was a fun, yes. it was a fun time yeah however upon re-watching it this past halloween um <laughs> i realized there's definitely plot holes and there's i have questions i just have a lot of questions for this show for this movie yeah, and for that reason, absolutely I would fun. I would rank it a three. And then the next one we have is Go Figure, which I actually kind of really liked at the time, though I have not rewatched it since like you know, two thousand and five or six. But <laughs> I mean, I liked the idea of it, and at the time, I was really into figure skating, so that's probably why I liked it a lot more as well. But I, I mean, I don't, I don't, there was something bad about it. So I'd probably give it like a, a four at the highest. Kind of actually brings that back around how like they really did stereotype movies for like girls and boys. Cause like thinking about it, I, this definitely appeals probably more to like the young girl. Mm-hmm, definitely. Actually, one thing I'm just noticing just from sort of looking at these is a lot of them had female leads. That's so true. So, like, I well. don't know if their target audience was, like, was more predominantly, like, young girls. At least, like, that's probably the stuff that we gravitated towards more. Yeah, that is true. A lot of them were, like, girls maybe 10 to, like, 14 at the time like the stars i mean so yeah, yeah they like they definitely knew who who was really watching yeah because I, I remember like yeah watching these shows and and idolizing all the girls who were in the lead roles and stuff like that. yeah they definitely knew who they were appealing to and they really honed in on that which i guess can be like business wise like a good thing but girls that weren't i don't know stereotyped as well or even dare dare yeah. say sexualized like uh, yeah no you can say it you can say it <laughs> even even like it's interesting because even looking at like impossible 
even though it's animated, I feel like they definitely she's hypersexualized. Her... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there is definitely is something to be said about that. Some of the the girls were definitely hypersexualized and stereotypical, um, and and definitely relied heavily on tropes. Yes, and maybe that was. You can say, oh, it's, you know, because it's for kids and you need the tropes to, like, you know, explain things easily to them. You can't get too into the plot. They're short movies, whatever. You can make all the excuses you want, but. (laughs) Exactly. But it's like when you look at it, you're like, they could have done something different. (laughs) Yeah. And, like, they know their brand. They know their brand very, very well. They do. I think they definitely really start start to hit their stride around like 2005, 2006. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> to 2006 with So Strong, High School Musical. I mean, you genuinely cannot go wrong. Like even now. But like I fully remember watching the like the premiere of it family channel and then i made it my entire personality basically (laughs) (laughs) um i may have done that too (laughs) um to be honest with you i don't remember watching the premiere of high school musical but i do remember waiting to watch the premiere of high school musical 2 yeah but i mean definitely like the high school musical legacy has kept up considering like with the series now and everything and mm-hmm. yeah it's just cool to see that they have continued to make more of the franchise we could do a whole episode on high school musical the musical the series Absolutely. to be honest because i actually love it same anyway moving on definitely a five yeah! Yeah. yeah no doubt all right Wendy Wu, Homecoming Warrior. There's obviously a ton of mm-hmm. martial arts. Yeah, like Karate Kid so. and yeah, yeah. I guess this, this was their venture that world, and they did a pretty mm-hmm, good job. They of it. did. Like, I'd still, re- I'd still see it again. Yeah, definitely. Solid four. Read it and weep. It's okay. Kind of forgettable. Honestly, yeah. It 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 was it was one of those stereotypical loser girl wants to be popular i think we put it in the three category um the cheetah girls too i mean it's there i can't say it was better than the first no because it's not no it wasn't but like it's still like they they definitely there's like there's still a pretty like workable plot and it's still the four girls and you know they did with it what they could yeah and of course, like directed by Kenny Ortega. <laughs> Solid four. Return to Halloween Town. That's a solid. Why did you make it? Yeah, I think the big thing was like, I I totally get Marnie too old. They they wanted someone younger, but what was the point of having someone younger? here in the first place like they they didn't need to make it at all and it wasn't even particularly good yeah like yeah if the if the lead actress isn't gonna return because she's too old or she doesn't want to then do you really need to make another one 
think that enough is like why <laughs> All right, 2007. The first one that we have is Jump In um, with Corbin Blue. We love Corbin Blue. Coming off the success of High School Musical. Yes. Like, it's fine. Like, I mean, I think they also, like, kind of returning to the, the, the gender stereotype topic, but I think they did that, like, the combination type thing where, well, it's a guy coming into, like, a traditionally, like, female sport mm. of rope jumping so and then you know showing that the guys can do it too <laughs> nothing really like bad to say about it it's just like not particularly memorable but i feel like it was one of those ones that was sort of on quite a bit like i i remember i remember seeing it a lot it was yeah for that reason a three Johnny Kapahala again. Yeah, back on board. He's back. He's back and ready for the exact same movie. But instead of a snow this time, he's surfing. I'm pretty sure. Different board, same man. <laughs> and uh, it's going to get the same score. It's just a two. Sequels are never particularly good. but <laughs> With the exception of the next one. Oh, yes. High School Musical 2. Is Ooh. it better than the first one? I say yes. yes. I really liked what they did with it. I mean, it was, the it was you know, the summer the summer break was really good because I think it probably, I think it came out in the summer too. Or at least, like, right as school was ending for most, like, elementary kids. The songs are really good. And there was, like, some good drama. And then... You know, there was the iconic, I gotta go. Yes, yeah. Everything (laughs) just kind of made sense. They they built the Troy and Gabriella relationship nicely. Um, They had, like, the Wildcats were all friends. Sharpay was still doing her own thing. Yeah, exactly. I was about to say, like, Sharpay, like, made that movie. Oh, my gosh. She really did. Like, Sharpay... All her songs are bangers. Fabulous is such a good song. Oh my gosh. Yeah, anyway, High School Musical 2, really good, very solid, 5 out of (laughs) 5. Stitches 2 is fine. Yeah. It's, It's worse than the first one, without a doubt. Yeah. It just, it's kind of just there. You know, they wanted to make a sequel, so they did. I mean, the girls are still good. Like, honestly, probably like like a two. Yeah, it's definitely a two. Almost a one because, like, it has a plot, but it's a questionable plot. Not a great No, like, there's definitely things that don't make sense. I definitely have a lot of questions. Um, Yeah. But it was fine. Two thousand eight. Two thousand eight. We have a couple, but starting with Minutemen. I think I liked it at the time, but I feel like if I rewatch it, I would not like it at all, or just slightly. I don't know. I just the main part I remember is how like they had to go. They they like made a time 
whatever it was, like time traveling, time and then they like had to travel back to like save the world or something like that, which is not a very unique plot. But they they did something with it. But it had Jason Dolly in it. Yeah, it was again one of those ones that was on a lot. It was. It was on a lot. Like literally every week it was on. I swear. I would I would probably give it like maybe at the time, but maybe now I'll probably give it like a solid like two. Yeah, me too. This is this is maybe controversial. I don't know. We got Camp Rock at a three. And I say that because it's so cringy. It really is. Like, at the time, I really liked it. Me too. And the music's still really good. Yeah, I don't have a problem so much with the soundtrack. It's just very, it's a very questionable plot. <laughs> yeah, like, and I, I never remembered it being that cringe until people started making, yeah. like, and TikToks I think, about it. And yeah. I was like, ooh. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and I think also, like, it's not that Demi Lovato's bad. They're just, like, a very per- particular actor. And, like, just the ad, like, the, the way that Demi Lovato acts is just a little, it was very, like, over the top, kind of annoying. And they do the same thing in Sunny with a Chance as well, I've noticed. Yeah, and, like, I don't know if maybe they told her to act that way, but. Yeah, it could be. But also, I know. Like, uh, after hearing, I, I only, I never watched Demi Lovato's documentary, but I heard about it, that apparently Demi went through some not good stuff while on the set, so, like, maybe that could have influenced mm-hmm. some of it. I don't know. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, apparently they were just, like, high a lot and late to work and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I heard that, actually. I feel like that influences it a little bit. Like, the Jonas Brothers are probably the best part of it. Yeah. And I mean the the like the last song is like still like one of my favorite songs of the decom universe. Yeah, yeah. It just yeah things didn't make sense. Even even the way the like the Joe Bros act is very annoying too. Not not as much Kevin. I mean he's not like he's kind of just there, but but Joe is just very annoying too. But anyway, for those reasons, we would probably give it. A three, maybe even I would say three though. Like it was good. There's a lot of good parts to it, which is why like people still like it. Yeah, I think that the songs like definitely. Yeah, yeah, the songs definitely for sure. It's definitely better watched when you're young. Anyway, uh, next the Cheetah Girls, One World. One Um, World. One World. Rating it one. One group of girls because Ravenstone is not in it. <laughs> Again, if you lose a lead actress, don't You're, make it. It literally just feels like a cash grab at that point. One, one world, world, one star. One yeah. star. <laughs> yeah. And now we're moving to 2009. Beginning with Danap, which I I wouldn't say Danap is like terrible, but I feel like I literally cannot recall the plot Except that Emily Osmond is the main character, and then something with they have to like something with the dad. Yeah, like her dad's like he does some kind of job, and people want something from him, so they literally like kidnap him. So something then like she goes after 
yeah they had with like these guys yeah, kidnapping me. and yeah. there was a hotel in it it's a solid one if you ask me and then the next one we have is hatching pete which is isn't that what i forget the name of the guy wasn't it jason Earl? jason dolly or jason dolly yeah that's it so yeah i mean they had the characters there also mitchell muzo they had the guys there yeah, this one was also played quite a bit, but I give it a two instead of a one because uh, I like I like Jason Dolly and it was it was fun. Like there was it, there was more comedic moments to it. Yeah, it was a funny exactly. It was definitely more of a funny than just like the last like that app is just kind of there, but I think this at least played into the comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Princess Protection Program. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this was like a big one because it was it was it was hyped a lot as well. Yeah, because and they had two two of their star leading actors there. That's and I mean, this was also at the height of the like. Well, I forget. Wizards of Waverly Place was two thousand seven. Okay, so it was so yeah. This was just after. So like. They were both still in the limelight or the spotlight. And, um, but what we had Demi the Vada from Camp Rock was a big, big moment for both of them. And I thought it was like a pretty good movie. It reminded me of sort of the same, like, no, like not really the parent trap, but it had that feeling of like they're going from one place, like, you know, the, the really rich mm-hmm. and then the like, Lower, lower class, yeah. middle class. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It played all the time, and I think for that purpose, it's like probably like it's a solid five. Yeah! They knew what they, knew what they were doing. <laughs> they did. They knew what they were doing. It still holds yeah, up today. Yeah, I think we watched it a couple and... years ago as well. It's still kind of funny too. Yeah. Yeah. And on the Selena Gomez train, the next one we have is the Wizards of Waverly Place movie. The movie. Which, like, I mean, I love the show, so there is obviously nothing really wrong with it. I mean, I act like I would rewatch the movie. Unlike the special Wizards of Waverly Place, the movie was, it was really good. Mm, yeah. The was. plot made sense. It wasn't weird. No, yeah, and it's not like anything changed from the show. And, like, it fit well into, like, where the show was at that time and what they had sort of, like, built up the world to be. This was the one with, like, the competition thing, right? And then Alex wins. Yeah. Yeah. But then, but then it was good because, like, they brought it in. Yeah, what she did at the end of, at the end of the movie was she brought it back to where the show would be, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, it's that typical sitcom, like, no matter pretty much no matter what happens like you come back to like that that same sort of yeah. stasis yeah like they made it they like made it part of like the series canon which is nice because mm-hmm. some of the previous ones were just like one-off movies that were pretty much like the show but they didn't really contribute to the rest of the show yeah and then they weren't mentioned again or whatever five out of five yeah! <laughs> Okay, 2010. We're almost there. <laughs> the first one we have is Starstruck. Gonna get Starstruck. 
I honestly mainly like this because of what the heck is his Sterling name? Knight. Sterling Knight. Yeah. Obviously, he was also on Sunny with a Chance. So everybody liked him from Sunny with a Chance. But, I mean, it's like it's definitely questionable. And honestly, I think I liked him, even though we like he was supposed to be like that annoying like diva pop star type of guy. But honestly, really liked him. Yeah, he was very likable. Jess was the girl, and she was so unlikable, so annoying. Like everything she like everything she said, she was like, oh, "You're the worst. I hate you. You're so annoying. You're so full of yourself." And I was like, "Yeah, exactly." Like he, I'm sure she's wasn't even like you know Miss Perfect anyway. And it's not like he, like, he was just famous because, you know, he's a singer. He's, But the music's still, like, pretty good, which is why he gets up there. The music's, yeah, the music's still really good. Starstruck is a solid three because of questionable things about the characters, but it's still a fun movie. Den Brother. Oh, this is the Girl Guide one. Okay, I saw it, like, once, I think, and didn't really like it. Yeah, they seemed to play the movies that weren't as good a lot. It was fine. It had a plot. Everything yeah. made sense that way. But I didn't, I didn't like that movie. And they played it too often for me to it even I want to like it. Well. well, what did I think? It was like what? Like a two? Yeah. 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 Alright, and this brings us to another sequel. This time. Camp Rock 2, the final jam. One. Which? It's a one. Yeah. <laughs> like, if, like, it definitely, did. like, you're not watching it for the plot, because Cause the plot was just very weird. There is none. Like, it was, it, it was too much. Like, they were dealing, doing with, like, the whole, you know, we can't, we can't back, back down. down. No, right now. But then they were dealing with this whole like other other campers that were coming in and then they were supposed to be really bad but to be honest i always thought they were really good <laughs> like that final number they have is really good on it the stage is. It i was is like really good. they're honestly not that bad like i know we're not supposed to like them but like i actually always like them no but they're really good they're supposed to be like a like vocal adrenaline oh, yeah. from glee Camp Rock 2 has a plot, but, like... But there was a lot going on. Yeah, there there. was too much going on. Like, the the part that's... The best part about the whole movie is the subplot with Nick Jonas and his girlfriend um, in that. But then the part with with Mitchie and Joe Jonas... Yeah, what was Mitchie even doing? I cannot... uh, I don't know. Like, to... If you ask me, there was really, like, no issue with their relationship. Nothing that couldn't have been solved with, like, a little bit of communication. (laughs) And, like, there was, like, Mitchie was so stressed about trying to, like, win this thing. But then. I know. And it was, like, tearing her and Joe apart. But, yeah. no one else was. Nobody else was, number one. Yeah. Number two, they, like, solved that issue of, like, Oh, we need to beat the other camp with a montage. Literally a montage. Yeah. And I was like, what I know. It, 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 is if this is your main plot, you can't solve it with a montage. I know, but do you remember the dance off? That was so cringe. Camp Rock. They definitely didn't 
improve. Yeah, they definitely didn't improve on the cringe factor. Hey, rough. Yeah, it was still like the songs are still good. I can appreciate the songs. They're not bad. Yeah. Um, Avalon High. I don't like. I I think I saw it maybe like once. It just wasn't really. I thought it was just. I find it kind of cringe as well. I think but. this was one of those ones that would play sporadically. Um, and I, I think it was one, it was mm. one of those ones that was like, okay, well, it's on. I guess I'll just watch it. And I ended up liking it. And I forgot about it until mm. my yeah. roommate was like, oh my gosh, that's my favorite one. I was like, it <laughs> right? is? She's like, yes, we're watching it. And I watched it and I was like, this is decent. Like, I like it. Like, the, the plot made sense. Greg Sulkin was in it. Greg Sulkin was my childhood crush. Kind of like subverted your expectations. How like the the main girl ended up being King oh, Arthur right. in the end, rather than like who she thought was King Arthur, which was Greg Sulkin. True. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty good. It's just it's a solid four. Um, okay, moving on to 2011. We are almost there. Sweet Life movie. I have no problems with it. I mean, there were some, of course, like somewhat questionable things going on. But it was, if you like the show, you're probably going to like the movie. I mean, I think, I, yeah, I'd probably give it a solid like four, yeah. Lemonade Mouth. Oh, love. So good and it's one of those ones that you come back to it and you watch it again and you're like well it probably won't be that good but it is it's still it is still so good and everything makes sense (laughs) and i feel like it's on the same boat where even if i was maybe a couple years older like i still would have really liked it like i feel Mm -hmm. like they're teenagers and they're not like hiding the fact that they're in high school yeah, like it was, it was, they were dealing with more adult, more teenagery problems. Like Olivia's dad was in jail and uh, Mo, she wanted some like freedom yes. from her parents who were kind of like overbearing in her life and drummer boy, she didn't want to be like his brother, etc. etc. <gasps> yeah, yeah. And honestly, like the music is so good. Oh my I gosh. Feel like- they are jams. They're so good. <laughs> yeah, honestly, like, I, I'm sure there's no plans right now. It's because it's come out a long, a long time ago. But if they ever decided to, like, make a stage version of it, I would I would say yes. Go for it. They could. They really could. It's so good. Lemonade Mouth is a 5 out of 5, for sure. Yeah! <laughs> Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure. Um, it was just weird. And bad. Kind of unnecessary. And it was just, it was also, like, even watching it then, I was like, Yeah, weird, bad, unnecessary, one. It's the Phineas and Ferb movie across the second dimension. I mean, I've, I still love Phineas and Ferb. I think it held up and obviously, like, I think the creators knew very well what they wanted to do with the show. So mm-hmm. it, a movie, then it didn't feel like, again, it was basically just like the show. And also it was like, like with, a lot with like Perry and like the big thing was, yeah, like he reveals that he's an agent, which was like, <gasps> yeah, 
Well, one thing I really liked about the movie was that, like, the show, they had this perfect formula. And every show was, like, every episode was exactly the same. But, like, they were doing different things. And, and like, sort of, like, there was just the in-between stuff was different. But, like, the main plot points were exactly the same. And they had the formula and it worked really well. Mm -hmm. And so for the movie, they kind of had that formula. And then they broke the formula to, like do all this thing and like you know perry gets found out and everything like that and so i think that's one of the reasons why it worked so well was because they broke the formula like for a specific purpose and yeah and it was it was just a fun movie it was enjoyable five out of five (laughs) the next one in 2011s we have is peak charming which just felt very like nothing new yeah formulaic stereotypical solid eh. good luck charlie it's christmas i actually really liked it it was cute me too it had it had it had a good story like not the most original story i mean it was kind of like home alone yeah it was like you know you get separated with the parent you're most annoyed with and then never the whole family comes together and it was just a nice heartwarming family movie with the charm and comedy that was good luck yeah and they don't really have too many i've noticed they really don't have too many like christmas um time like becomes no solid four (laughs) 2012 let it shine which i really liked at the time like i thought that it was more like unique and the music was really good and it was interesting honestly like for me it wasn't the most memorable um movie and it was definitely it was again again it was on a lot yeah like a three next one this next one is not good but it's radio revel with debbie ryan which for everyone it's the the hair tuck moment um it's just very very cringy and i feel like i feel like they also tried to do the whole like tomboy like uh she's like not very girly like she's a radio host whatever she's like you know cool the boys type of thing but it just felt not good at all like i literally that's literally all i remember and that's not even the plot like i, I don't even know what else it's about <laughs> so not very good. Probably just a one. And our final movie, Frenemies. This is like, it's funny because this is like the last real like decom I actually remember seeing. And it had like a, well, I guess you could call it quote, but like star-studded cast because it was in and Bella Thorne. And it was like Nick Robinson, which as we know was in Love, Simon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They pretty yeah. They literally just recreated. They took all the, all the tropes and all the formulas and they put it into one thing. Yeah, solid one. TV. Let's go through this real quick. Quick fire TV scale. One is forgettable. Would not recommend. Two, not my fave. Three, eh slash we have questions four solid five loved it would still recommend quick fire let's go recess five for sure five the proud family four 
four. Yeah. Like, it was really good. Kim Possible. Three. Mm, like a three, yeah. The Emperor's New School. Kronk. Pull the lever. Kronk. Roll the lever. Solid five. Phineas and Ferb. It's five. It was a good show. Solid. Very solid five. Even Stevens. I think it's a four. Lizzie McGuire, I think, is also, like, on the four level. It's also kind of cringe, which, I mean, it, though it's intentionally cringe, so. That's so Raven. Yeah, that's so Raven. I love that's so Raven. It's so quotable. It really is. Five out of five. Uh, Phil of the Future. I would give it a one. Yeah. Hannah Montana. Five out of five. Solid five. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. It's just great. <laughs> Excluding the last season. Fair. The Disney Channel games, which isn't like a series in the same way, but it was basically all the big stars getting together. It was really fun. Yeah, like that's Hall of Five. Nothing really bad to say about it. It was fun. It was friendly competition. And then the next one is Cory in the House. Yeah, I would, I would give it a two. But next we have Wizards of Waverly Place, which is so good. If I could give it a rating higher than five, I would. Can I, I give it 10 out it of 5? It was really good. Yeah, do it. <laughs> Sweet Life on Deck, 4. Then we have Sunny with a Chance, which I never loved. Sunny had a chance, but it was bad. Okay, Jonas slash Jonas LA. A 4, for sure. Okay, good luck, Charlie. That was a good one. Like a 4, yeah. Solid 4, for sure. Shake it up. Um, I don't, it wasn't particularly good, if you ask me. Yeah, solid three. Yeah, yeah, me too. That's almost done. The next one we got is Jesse. Hey, Jesse. Ooh. Um, I didn't love it either. It was annoying. I didn't like it. Two. Done. Yeah, two. Done. <laughs> Austin and Allie. I didn't mind it. It was kind of nearing our, like, end of watching disney channel shows so it was fun like the the characters were fun and you definitely you got the payoff of austin and ally ending up together yeah like a, like a four yeah that's for last haha <laughs> not actually woof woof dog with a block which i think both of us have not seen more than maybe like one or two episodes because it's just so bad was not into it solid one We have covered ranking the DCOMs and the Disney Channel shows. And you can check out our social medias. We are, well, we're just starting on TikTok, which is the same username, at Cenophile Podcast. And maybe adding a Twitter very, very, very soon. Same username. Um, same username again for Instagram. And uh, make sure you tune in. Uh for our next episode we're going to talk about the harry potter cinematic universe um and the book to movie adaptation of that um yeah so you won't want to miss that we're going to send you off if the disney channel starts singing send it off or send it on um and by disney channel stars we mean heather and i will now sing it send it on send it on for listening thanks for listening everyone see you in a few weeks bye bye 
Make sure to subscribe if you haven't already, and we'll be putting out new episodes bi-weekly on Fridays. And end of show, go!